Blog Talk Radio. Are you excited by your life, by the possibilities that are open to you every day, or are you still waiting for your real life to start? You think things will just happen to you, opportunities will just create itself. Well, it doesn't. Get ready. Some people will tell you they have all the answers, but very rarely. There's someone who knows you hold the answers. You create through the four important ingredients, mind, body, spirit, and social. A lot of people talk about mind, Hello. body, and spirit, and they forget about the social. Hello, Believe me, that is a very one. important key ingredient, finding and releasing the gold mine that is within us to use our inner tools to achieve personal and financial success. Your life is a masterpiece that you create a stroke at a time. It's time to jumpstart your life with Silva. Now, here's your host, Silva. Hello, and welcome to Turning Ideas into Profit Show. I'm your host, Silva. I can't think of a better way to jumpstart your life than turning your dreams into reality. And if it's something that you're passionate about, profits will soon follow. Did you all catch the uh, Grammy shows? Did you watch the shows? I know I did. I love watching award shows, let's be honest, for the clothes. I like to see who's wearing what, who's pushing the envelope with their choices, and, of course, to see who wins. As far as I'm concerned, they're all winners. They all are following their hearts, doing what they love to do, turning their ideas into reality. Talking about doing what you love to do, my guest today is the famous designer Sue Wong, who lives for one thing, to spread glamour and beauty. Sue was born into humble circumstances in a remote countryside in southern China, who at times did not have the good choices for dinner. I'll let her talk about that. Yes, you heard me right. And now she is living a jet set lifestyle with homes in three locations, and her clothing line is sold in exclusive stores around the world. And in the U.S., you find it at Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, Saks. How did all this happen? Let's meet the fabulous Sue Wong and find out from her. Hello, Sue. I'm so delighted to have you as my guest. Thank you, and I'm so delighted to really be here with you this morning. I must say, I do love your clothes. I have few of them myself, and I just love the details and the brilliant colors, and not to mention the affordable prices. I don't know how you do it. Well, thank you so much. You know, I'm very uh, famous for my time-honored couture methods, which are usually employed by the finest houses in Europe, and they, you know, usually cost tens of thousands of dollars a piece to do because everything is really done by hand, such as uh, hand beadwork, passementerie, crochet, hand painting, suit hash embroidery. Anyway, these are really exquisite methods, and that's what really sets me apart from other designers because I like to really build myself as the every woman's couturier. And what that means is that I really do couture, red carpet, uh, gorgeous uh, looks, but at pret-a-porter or or ready-to-wear prices. In other words, sometimes these gowns that you might really see from Chanel or Versace or Dior might cost twenty or thirty thousand dollars, but for a few hundred dollars, you can really get a 
very beautiful couture, um, almost custom-looking design, uh, a very unique, uh, beautiful, one-of-a-kind type of look from Sue Wong. And, yes, I do sell to 27 different countries throughout the planet as well as throughout the continental USA, and I do have a really loyal fan following. So I'm very grateful to really be spreading beauty magic transformation throughout the planet. And uh, beauty magic transformation, as a matter of fact, is my mantra, and it's really um, what I really believe in. And I'll explain that um, in a second if you like. Um, I'm the creator of beauty. Beauty is what I really live for. And beauty is what I um, create as an artist. And the alchemy of beauty is magical, and that magic has the power to transform so that when a woman uh, puts on a Sue Wong, I feel that she's really connected. I'm connecting her to her innermost divine goddess. And so that's what uh, the essence of the whole Sue Wong mantra does, is to really connect uh, a woman to her feminine divine. I really believe that. I think your clothes are, are timeless. They're so classic. You can continue wearing them for years to come. And your colors you. are so brilliant. I mean, I just love wearing them. And it, it really, it does make you feel like a million dollars because it just well, looks thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I kind of, uh, I'm astonished at the, the timeless uh, classic quality of my clothes too, because just like you, I go to these award shows in Hollywood, whether it's the Grammys or, or the uh, Golden Globes or the Emmys uh, or the Oscars, um, and a ton of pre-parties as well as after-parties. And I've run into, you know, like dozens of my, my gowns at these awards. And some of them, you know, to, to me, they, they kind of remind me of old friends because maybe it's a gown that I designed five or six years ago and I really had forgotten about it, but lo and behold... You know, there's a, a beautiful woman appears in one of my gowns, and it's really like meeting an old friend again. And you know, the 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 the, the clothing really does stand the test of time, so that they are really good today. They were great, you know, five or six years ago when I designed it, and they'll probably be good ten years from now. And that's really the the uh, beautiful quality of what I do, because a classic design really does hold up and does withstand the, the uh, test of time. I, I think it's a true, it's a solid investment. If you're going to spend money on beautiful clothes, you really should look into Sue Wong uh, dresses because I have a beautiful Thank green you. one evening. Uh, it's a cocktail dress. I will not part from that dress. I just love it. Mm-hmm. Even though the beads are starting to come off a little bit, but I love it. Anyway, well, uh, so what much. I... Thank you. Uh, what I think people would love to hear is how did you get to follow your bliss and create this empire starting from a humble beginning? Well, I think maybe the humble beginning was you know, uh, meant to be for me to really give me the impetus as a soul to really you know, try harder, to really be the overachiever, <laughs> and the accomplisher in, in life that I really, you know, uh, set out to be uh, because there was scarcity, you know, when I was really growing up in China and even, you know, uh, growing up as, as the uh, daughter of struggling immigrants here in Los Angeles. So I really had to live it out of my imagination a lot. And I originally wanted to be a fine artist or a painter, 
Um, but, you know, my parents did not really believe in uh, such a frivolous education, so they thought. So I really kind of just really went into fashion design as a sideline because I started sewing my own clothes when I was nine years old. And I made my first blouse at uh, age nine, and uh, I just really kept on going. So I just really, you know, one of the greatest teachers of the 20th century whom I really uh, follow and I've read a lot of his books is the uh, writer Joseph Campbell, who uh, was also very good friends with Carl Jung. But um, he really taught uh, to follow one's own bliss. And when you follow your bliss and you do whatever you do to really make yourself happy, then you can really be a great manifester of your dreams into uh, the reality that you want to create. And I certainly have created, you know, my um, bliss and, and the, the, the entire universe that I inhabit is really something of my own creation. And so I'm very proud of that and, I'm, you know, it's really what makes me happy. Creating art and creating beauty is what really is my bliss and what brings me happiness. And in turn, I, as an artist, I, I think I really heal others. I, I heal other women to really uh, connect themselves with their own uh, feminine divine. And in doing so, I heal myself as well. Ah, true words. I, I love that. I, I so agree with that. Um, you know, one Thank of the you. things that I often hear from people saying that, yes, you know, I am passionate about being a designer, an artist, or a painter, or an author, anything that you're passionate about. But in until you get to that point of success of having a comfortable lifestyle, what do you do in the meantime? What did you have to do in the meantime until you knew you could survive financially? You work like the devil. In other words, you know, um, if, if you follow your bliss, to me it's really not work. It's just really doing something that you really um, uh, enjoy. But, however, you really have to choose something that is, you also have to really be grounded. You, you have to really not just really, uh, you know, uh, float around in outer space. You really have to be grounded to planet Earth. So I think, as a, you know, that mm. really has been my, my greatest gift, that, yes, I am an artist, but, you know, I have, so I have one foot planted on the uh, ground for stability and, and just really, you know, just keep myself real and, and grounded. But I have the other, air, you know, foot in the air, which really allows me to be the creative artist that I am. So you really have to kind of straddle both worlds. And it's not an easy line to really walk, you know. You you really have to be, um, a, a you you have to really you know balance out your the, the duality of uh, the the two natures, you know. And uh, some people just really want to be artists, but they don't really ground themselves to you know into reality. So you know, but I, I'm one of those fortunate people who can really juggle business and be a very successful businesswoman. Um, and a creative businesswoman, but I can still, you know, like uh, be a, a, a creator. I can be a visual creator as well. And it's not it's not an easy thing, but, but um, you know, I, I think if you have really good judgment and good common sense and you have really um, persistence in your third eye, I think, you know, I'm somebody who really has uh, a big development in, in my, um, you know, in my third eye chakra, 
so that I can mm. really, you know, be a great manifester because I tend to really hold that vision tenaciously of whatever I want to manifest until it becomes a reality. And I'm really the firm believer that whatever you want, if you give it your energy, believe me, things will manifest. And so you really have to, to have this unwavering belief in yourself and in your vision and just hold on to it and be true to it. And then it will become a reality. You know, in researching for my interview, I read some things about you that you started early on in designing. I think you were nine years old or something. You designed your first uh, shirt or blouse. Well, yes, and, yes, yes. And, and then you went on to create a jet set lifestyle where you were working for, a, um, I believe, a design house. And you made it. And then you lost it all. And you made it even better now. How? Well, I've, How I've, do you I deal have, with negativity? I, I have uh, made and lost two fabulous fortunes in my lifetime. Uh, by the time I was 25 years old, I was living the American dream. I basically um, had accomplished the American dream with, you know, two houses, uh, you know, mansion side by side uh, in uh, Malibu. I had a house on the water in Hawaii. I had my first house in the Hollywood Hills that I bought when I was in maybe uh, age 21. So, you know, I was really an early starter, an early accomplisher. So by the time I was 25, I had it all. And then by the time I was 30, I lost it all with two small children, and I really had to start all over again. And then uh, seven years ago, you know, unfortunately I had a tragedy and, uh, you know, um, I lost another fortune due to the partner that I was with and he was unscrupulous and made off with my life savings and everything. But here's, here's what really, really um, is my attitude about loss and pain, okay? You have to really believe and understand that it is an abundant universe out there. And, you know, um, I have always been regenerative. You know, um, if you are regenerative, that means that you are a star and not a satellite. And as far as I'm concerned, there's always abundance in the universe. And I've always been mm. a great channeler, channeler of, you know, of that. So if you really mm -hmm. believe that, then you can channel it and, you know, reinvent yourself to really recreate it. Hello? I'm here. I'm listening. Okay. All right. Um, there was a lot of interference. But anyway, if you really believe in that abundance and, you know, you can really recreate it and regenerate it, um, you know, once again. And um, so I really don't have any problems with that. I do not live in um, any kind of scarcity, uh, whether it's emotional or spiritual or physical scarcity. Uh, yes, I do have three homes, which I call body, mind, and spirit. I own the Historical mm -hmm. Theaters, which is a fabulous place um, in uh, old Hollywood, and it's the epitome of old Hollywood glamour. And then um, it's a historical home that uh, once housed the likes of Jimi Hendrix and Bob Dylan and Johnny Depp and Lou Reed and the Velvet Underground, Howard Hughes, um, Johnny Depp. I mean, a lot of very, very famous people. And it's a historical home. It's gorgeous. 
Then I have my ultra-contemporary home, um, you know, on the uh, ocean front in Malibu. And then I have my uh, sacred sanctuary in, uh, on the island of Maui, uh, in East Maui, in the middle of a pristine, gorgeous rainforest. So, you know, I try to really keep a balance between all of my three house houses, meaning body, mind, and spirit. I live, I, I'm just so grateful that you said that because I live my life through the combination of mind, body, spirit, and I also bring in the social tool because without the social, without your positive surrounding, there really cannot be a great success because you need to share it with people and you need to also manifest it with other people that yes. create the that, whole, that, everything that, that, for that's you. Quite, yes, that's quite true. Um, however, you know, regarding all of that, you know, I'm very sensitive to energy, so I'm very, very mm. careful with whom to really, you know, um, share my life with because I, I mm-hmm. really... Uh, separate, you know, uh, people into three uh, categories, and they really have to do with the words gain, drain, and sustain. <laughs> so I stay away from people who really, you know, drain energy because they don't contribute. They are takers, and they are, you know, they, they're, they're extractors, you know. They, they, they just really bring negative energy, and um, that, you know, I, I feel that I only have, a certain amount of life force, and I just really am very uh, guarded and very, you know, um, I'm, I'm very, very proprietary about my life force at this point. So I'm just very careful as to share energy with these days. That is such a valuable piece of information, wisdom. That That's just so incredible to actually say that it's okay to be selective don't let people choose you. You need to be selective in choosing who you allow in your circle. Yes, yeah, so that includes close friends. It includes business associates. It includes, you know, romantic liaisons. I mean, you know, if, if there's just too much negative energy there or too much unconsciousness and not enough light, um, I just really, you know, offer my blessings and please go along your, your, your way. But, uh, you know, it's not possible to... to to have a relationship here, you know. So I just would like to, you know, surround myself with people who really have a light and and really positive energy uh, at this point in my life. Because I have plenty Wonderful. of the other, believe me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There's plenty so you, of that you, around. You, yes, you you kind of live and and you learn. At least I have, anyway. Now, for someone who is just about to embark on turning their idea into a reality, and I always say, don't focus on the money so much, but focus on the passion that you have for this idea that Absolutely. you want to do, whether it's a whether it's a product or a service or anything. Just focus on manifesting that and how it's going to empower your society and yourself, how it's going to nurture you. So what, to, what steps would you ask them, would you tell them to do in order to get started on this journey? I would say always put your best foot forward and go for excellence. I mean, you know, to be excellent is to, you know, really have the highest quest in life because mediocrity reigns the world. And I always tell my assistants, you know, uh, I always give them this advice, you know, and I say do excellent work because 
Your work is a direct reflection of who you are and what your energy is all about. So you always really, you know, strive for excellence. And if you do that, the money will come automatically. I have never focused on on making money. The money came automatically when I Mm -hmm. have always put out excellent work. And when I'm really happy as an artist with my work, you know, the money is automatic. So you don't even have to really worry about it or dwell on it. Like I said, it's an abundant universe. So you will channel it if you just really, you know, believe in yourself enough and also if you just really, um, you know, persist with it and, and just do beautiful, excellent work, high-quality work. That's what I like. How did you make your first um sale per se acceptance in a department store or in someone accepting your design how did, uh, what did that well, take um i think it really you know took the 3 p's you know i think uh, the mystic uh, gurdjieff you know taught the 3 p's which is patience persistence and perseverance a lot of people can't really hold you know um they they cannot really, you know, be consistent in their energy. You know, they do, you know, a, a little bit and they peter out or, or they, they just really cannot stay with the program. I'm a highly focused and determined human being. And I think that's what really separates the men from the boys, you know. You have to really, you know, have... Women from the girls, <laughs> in our case. Oh, or or, or Sorry. the girls, yes, yes. You know, so... So the A team from the B team, or whatever you want to call it, but you really have to have that uh, persistence and, and that uh, you know just that holding of that vision and that determination to really make it, no matter what you know. And um, I think that's what really makes a winner. I, I think uh, what you just said about especially the importance of focus, not keep running around um, being distracted by shiny object syndrome. Stay focused. Yes, and exactly. and you just illustrated that. Well, you know, all that does the distraction is that it disperses and scatters your energy. So you really want to collect your energy together and have force. So if you focus on a subject with force, it will give you automatic momentum to you know take you to the next phase. I mean, I always really feel that the universe has its own way of taking care of things and equalizing things. And the universe will always give you what you want, if you want it badly mm. enough. And and mm. when you do get it, however, you really have to be prepared to receive it. Because a lot of people uh. send it away. They send it away, but with, you know, with the, maybe a lack of self-belief, not enough of self-belief or that they don't deserve it, you know, all sorts of, you know, complexes that people have. Or they go into self-destruction, you know. You, you see it in these uh, young stars, in people like the Lindsay Lohans of this world, you know. They're not ready to really receive gifts that the universe so freely offers to them. So they go into drugs or, you know, um, all kinds of destructive behavior, and so you just really have to be ready for these beautiful gifts. If you want it badly enough, like I said, the universe will answer and give it to you. But just be prepared <laughs> to, to accept the gifts. That's all I can say. That's an important key. 
We only have about two minutes left. What's coming up in the life of Sue Wong in the next few years? Well, so many different things. I mean, you know, I started e-commerce. Um, I'm, uh, you know, uh, determined to build a global, uh, an international global brand. I want to really go back to uh, my mother country of my origin uh, in China to really establish a uh, an iconic brand for China. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just continuing to really manifest beauty and uh I have this beautiful uh, 35 uh, oceanfront acres that I really want to build, uh, you know, like a, a larger imprint uh, to leave behind for the planet to enjoy. So I want to manifest my vision of beauty with gorgeous, you know, temple palaces there So uh, and gorgeous botanical uh, gardens and grounds. And, you know, then I can sail off into the sunset when my work is done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds divine. Yes, thank you. Uh, how important is it for you or for someone who is uh, stepping into their greatness to take time out for themselves? Uh, well, you know, the thing is I try to be present for every experience that I'm going through, whether it's a business or a personal one. And um, I do take off, you know, I, I do go home to my spiritual sanctuary to really decompress and to be one with nature because it's the ultimate uh, nature experience and it revitalizes me, it regenerates me, and it's, uh, you know, just really gorgeous to really be surrounded by all that bliss and beauty and divinity of nature. So that really kind of recharges my battery uh, both spiritually and, uh, you know, uh, physically and mentally as well. I, I'm sure you probably get a great deal of concepts or ideas, creative ideas from just Mother Nature itself, because I see in your colors, especially in your yes. modern designs, it's fabulous. And you can have to imagine that you're seeing that in your garden or you're seeing that somewhere out there. Absolutely. You know, I find that nature is the ultimate artist, the highest artist imaginable. And uh, as humans, we can only attempt to uh, imitate her. We can't even do what she does, but we can only imitate. And, uh, you know, she's uh, the most glorious uh, creator of all. And, uh, yes, I see, I find a bliss, you know, a beauty and a gorgeous fiery sunset or, you know, in the way the golden hour really hits my, um, uh, the trees at, at golden hour and the beauty of a leaf. I mean, you know, in, in this uh, maybe insect in my garden or in the birds that really come to feed, you know, um, on, on my plants. I mean, it's just really blissful everywhere. So I'm very, very blessed. I, I have a very fulfilled life, and I feel that I'm really living a purposeful life, and um, that is what really makes me happy. Isn't is, that, that what is the universe? Right. Uh, isn't that what the universe wants us all to do to live our bliss, to to focus yes. on our inner gift? And yes. you are awake enough spiritually to recognize that, and that's so admirable. Thank you. Well, a lot of people don't believe that they deserve to follow their bliss, but the whole thing is to really understand your own value, so that you really say, "Yes, I really deserve to do." what makes me happy, and I think that's really the most important thing, is to really uh, be blissful and uh, to live a purposeful life. And that's what I'm you here know, for on my team. 
It's just incredible. In this last 25 minutes or so, you have shared so many wisdoms of nuggets. I personally am going to have to go back and re-listen to this over and over again because you make it sound so simple. And, but it is simple. But it, it is re- simple. Exactly. It, it is, it's it just simple. <laughs> it is simple. It's simple. It's really people with their complexes uh, and their mm-hmm. fears that really make it much more difficult than it really is. But, you know, following your bliss should really be the easiest thing to do. So the whole thing to do is dispense with the fear, dispense with the with the doubt, and, you know, just empower yourself by saying, yes, I really deserve right. this. I Fantastic. deserve to follow my bliss. Thank you. I appreciate you being on the show. And for the uh, listeners, please visit suwong.com to learn more about her beautiful designs, where you can buy them. And I encourage you to invest in at least one outfit. You will not Thank regret you. it. And I, and I would love to come to one of your events next time. If there's an event in, in the city of L.A., then I would love to visit and see yes, you. We'll, we'll we'll send you an uh, e-bike very soon because um, I'm I'm having a, a mega fashion show and um, after party at my historical home uh, coming up very soon. So we'll definitely Fabulous. get you an I'll look forward e-bike. to it. Thank you very okay, much. Well, Have a blessed day. You. you too. Bye bye bye. Thank you for having me. Bye bye. My pleasure. I'm so impressed with Miss Wong. Uh, she's just a beautiful person inside and out, and you can see it in her clothes. Few of the nuggets of the wisdom that I took from this interview, never allow other people to limit your possibilities by accepting the projections of their very own limitations onto yourself. Do not compromise on your vision. Always redefine yourself, as Shu does creatively every single season constantly. Expand and grow as an artist. Until next week, May all your dreams come true. Do not fear. Step forward and move on. Bless you.